Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today I'm very excited because I have a special guest with me. Um, Today's episode called 10 Pitfalls of Singleness. And um, I just want to say this person who I'm going to introduce to you is uh, doing an awesome job at being single and serving God. And so I wanted to bring her on um, to be an encouragement to you. And we were going to go over 10 things that uh, are pitfalls of singleness that a lot of a lot of you have probably found yourself maybe in a place like this. So we want to encourage you. But um, we're going to start out. This is Grace Hufton. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and she also has a podcast. What is your podcast called? Single and Loving It. So Go ahead and check out her podcast. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. Full of the Word of God and awesome. Very cool. And for guys and for girls, single people, um, no matter what stage of life you're in, you're, you will enjoy it and uh, you'll get something out of it every single time. So we're going to start into this 10 pitfalls of singleness. Mm-hmm. And um, the first one <laughs> is impatience. Mm. So um, do you want to go ahead and... Talk about that. Oh, yes. God has been teaching me a lot about patience, and it is such an important virtue that we need to have in our Christian walk and in our character. If you look at 1 Corinthians 13, when it describes love, the first word to describe love is love is patient. And so you need to learn how to be patient for the one that God has for you. And if you are acting out of impatience, we're talking about how you it can lead to making bad decisions. Yes. So if you find yourself getting antsy and anxious because of your impatience, you need to dig into the Word of God about patience. Start looking at what um, God has said about patience. And God is patient. He says that He is patient for us. And so we need to become more like Him and develop that in our Christian character. So impatience can definitely lead to bad decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times people end up settling because they're impatient. And even though maybe in their heart they really know God has something better for them, um, their impatience and their inability to wait um, makes it where they actually end up making a bad decision. And and this is something that obviously such an important decision. You do not want to just wing it or just act out of, you know, on a whim kind of thing. You want to follow the Holy Ghost and be completely in the will of God and hear His voice perfectly on this subject. So the first thing out of 10 pitfalls of singleness is impatience. Number two is jealousy. Mm. And um, the reason why I thought of this one, jealousy, is because a lot of times people are single and they're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and they see somebody else got engaged, somebody else is getting married, somebody else, you know, is doing something awesome in life and they're, you know, they're not happy. If they're honest, they're they're jealous of what, you know, of what's happening in, in somebody else's life. And, uh, and, you know, God can't really work with that kind of heart when you're sitting there and you're, and you're jealous, you know, there's a bitterness that's been welling up in you over time. And that's why you get jealous, um, at, you know, when other people are blessed and when other people are thriving in life. And so you have to check your heart if that's been you, when you've seen other people, you know, getting to, you know, do things that you long in your heart to do one day with your future spouse or, um, you know, you know, you, you have to check yourself on that. Yeah. And if you start feeling in your heart that you're getting jealous of other people who are in a relationship or who are married, 
you know, not to condemn you and to say like, don't be jealous, but just do a heart check and say, okay, why am I jealous? Start, take it to the Lord, start reading scriptures about it. I mean, like, I want to make sure my heart is right because being single, you need to start developing the, the character of God and to get ready for marriage. And because whatever you have right now in your heart, you're going to carry into your marriage. Yeah. So make sure that you handle that right now and just, you know, shoot it with the word and say, you know what, Lord, I am happy for those people. And I am so thankful that that's going to be me one day because I know you'll give me the desires of my heart. Yes. So like when you're rejoicing with that person, you're next. So yes. so be happy and, and, and joyful for somebody when they're in that place in their life. Um, the next thing is uh, what ends up happening is people for the, you know, the, the third pitfall of singleness would be being in wrong relationships. And, um, you know, a lot of people end up in a wrong relationship because they ended up in a wrong friendship. And so, and it all started from trying to fill a void um, Mm -hmm. of loneliness or, you know, whatever. And the problem with being in wrong relationships and you think, oh, well, it's just, I'm just dating. It's not that big of a deal. No, it is a big deal because every day that you're with the wrong person or every day that you've spent time investing into that wrong relationship, you've pushed yourself farther away from where God wants you to be and needs you to be so that he can hook you up with the right person that you're supposed to be with. So being in wrong relationships is one of the biggest pitfalls of singleness because people, they think dating is just, uh, you know, it's not that serious or it's not, you know, or these, or they can have friendships with people and it's not that serious, but you are the sum total of every person that you're around. And, uh, and I mean, to be honest, I don't, I, my personal opinion is that you really should not have as a girl, a bunch of single guy friends or as a guy, a bunch of single girlfriends. Um, it kind of makes, it kind of takes you off the, you know, off the, if somebody that's a, a man of God or a woman of God is looking at you as a potential spouse and they see that that's what, that's, that's the kind of crowd you're around, um, they're, they're going to be unattracted to you because they're going to assume you're unavailable or that you're immature or that you don't, you don't know how to handle yourself as a woman or man of God. So being in wrong relationships, you want to add to that? Yeah. And not just dating, but also just the friends that she, Krista was saying, and know that you can pick your friends. Cause before I, um, was just whoever was, was around, like we were friends and, and, just know that you need to pick friends who are going the same direction that you're going in, know what you're called to do, be surrounded with people who will challenge you, who will encourage you, who will uplift what you feel God's called you to do in your heart. And don't feel like you're, people say, well, well, I have to love everyone. Like, yeah, you love everyone, but even Jesus had a close core of friends that he chose to, to surround himself with. Like he would go away with his three friends. Or he, and then his outer core was the 12 disciples. And so don't feel bad that you choose specific friends in your life. Just And ask the Lord for friends. I've prayed. It's like, Lord, give me good friends, good godly friends who will be like a David and Jonathan relationship. And God has come through. Krista is an amazing friend. She challenges me. She encourages me. I have wonderful friends in my life that I thank God for all the time and that they uplift me and they challenge me in what God's called me to do. So just make it a matter of prayer for the right people in your life. Yes. Because ultimately that's the same prayer you should be praying for that spouse to come into your life, that God brings the right person into your life. So, um, the next one is, um, number four is being idle in your calling is one of the pitfalls of singleness. You know, a lot of people feel that they're, they're not going to do the thing that God's called them to do. And they're waiting until they're married to start their life. And, 
Um, and the reason why you don't want to do that is because if you're just idle and you're sitting around, you, you're not going to attract that person that's that they're running after God 100 miles per hour, and you're sitting down somewhere waiting for them to find you, or you know, or for you to find them. You can't be idle in your calling. You know, if God's called you to do something. He he knows he knows where he's calling you. He knows he's going to put you in the right place at the right time. Location is so important um, for you to meet that spouse. And so maybe you're thinking, well, I want to I want to meet that spouse, so I'm just going to stay put right here. But what if God is actually calling you to that place where you're supposed to go, but you're but you're so scared because you're you know you're like, well, I got to wait till I'm married so I can go and do that dream that's in my heart, or I, you know, I can't do that because you know right now I'm you know I'm, I'm waiting till I get married. But you know, do not let anything. Make you idle in your calling. Amen. And I'll say a challenge to all of you single people your desire to be married cannot be greater than your desire to serve God and to fulfill That's the so purpose good. that He has on your life. And you have to do a heart check. But sometimes for me, I'm like, oh, I want to be married. And sometimes I'll, I'll kind of get stuck in that mindset. But you know what? No, I'm in a relationship with God. He has a purpose and plan for my life. What am I doing with it right now? And He's watching you. He's watching yeah. what you're doing with what He's given you. You have a call. You have a purpose. If you look at people in the Bible, um, Paul was single his entire life, and he ran for God. He ran the race. There were so many single people in the Bible um, being single is not an excuse yeah. to go after what God has called you to do. And then when it's time for your spouse to come into your life, I love what people have uh, taught me growing up. Like you're going to be running for God, then your spouse is going to be running for God, and then you're just going to come together and run together. Yeah. So make sure you're not sitting idle, but that you are activating your call. You are activating what God has given you, and you're doing it on purpose, and you're being intentional with it. Yes, and and that's that's so awesome. The next the next point is. Um, and this kind of like links to that is that your identity is not found in your relationship status. So you are not a man or woman of God because you're now married. (laughs) You are that right now. Um, and your identity is not in your relationship status with a person. It's in your relationship status with Jesus. So you have to find your identity in that. And that's what actually makes you a beautiful person from the inside out. And you're not, you know, it, it, it makes you that person that's ready to be married. And that's, um, you know, it is, is the, you know, when you think about who, who is that, who is that man or that woman of God that I'm supposed to be? Imagine, you know, five years from now you're waking up and you're in that dream job that God's called you and to do that calling that God's called you to be. Well, what kind of person is that? What is their morning routine? What do they do? You know, that what is their identity? And then just start that right now. Don't, don't keep that identity that you have. Well, I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just in college, you know, I'm not really anybody right now in my life, or I'm just in high school, you know, I'm not really, you know, there's not a lot expected of me right now. So I don't really live up to this expectation that one day I'll, I'll be there. But no, your, your identity is not in your relationship status with, you know, your married, single, whatever your identity is in your relationship with Jesus. And so you, when you live out of that place, um, it makes you beautiful from the inside out and attractive to that person that God has for you. Yeah. And uh, for those who may be a little bit older and single, I get it. Like I'm 30 and so many times you, you kind of look around like, is there something wrong with me? And, but I've decided to put my, my identity and my value in my relationship with God. Yeah. And I am so confident in what and who God made me to be. 
And I, my confidence is in him. My value is in him. My identity is in him. And so I don't look to the right or to the left, and I keep moving forward with what God has, has given me. Yeah. And it's not found in my relationship status because what, what I say is I am in a relationship. I'm in a relationship with Jesus Christ, and that is my value. That is my identity. Yes, and that's where you find your self-worth. You know, when somebody has like really low self-worth and, and it shows all over and, and it makes them unattractive. They, most of the time when you have low self-worth, you don't find yourself attractive. You don't even want to be around yourself. <laughs> and I mean, imagine that you, you want to be married so bad, but you're not even, you don't even really want like being or by yourself because you're not, you know, you're not in that place yet where you're settled and where you're confident in who you are. And so when you, focusing on becoming who you're supposed to be, the man or woman of God, we had someone come to um, our office a couple, you know, months ago, and uh, they wanted to talk about a relationship. And then um, that was kind of the initial reason why the meeting was set up. But then when they got there, um, it's like they had been praying about it. And the Lord just already spoke to them and said, you know what, don't even worry about that relationship right now. Worry about becoming the person that I've called you to be. And I was like, wow, that person, they got it before they even got to the meeting because that's exactly what I would have told them. Just become the person that God's called you to be yeah. and pursue God and pursue um, you know, what he's called you to do. You know, if he's called you to be a minister, pursue that by getting in your word and, 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 you know, having that, that, like that bookshelf of inside of you of, of, of things to give out of, you know, if you're called to, you know, to, to missions, get ready and start doing that. I mean, even before, you know, I felt called into full-time ministry and actually, Right after Bible school, you asked me to come on a mission trip with you. Yeah. And, you know, when when you're single, you know, you and, and you're you you can be tempted to be idle and think, no, I just got to stay put. But if God's putting something in front of you and you have that peace to walk through that door, then go ahead and walk through that door. If you don't have peace, then don't then don't move. Don't don't move a muscle. Just wait till you have the peace of God. But um, when God gives you that green light, then go ahead because your your location is so important at this time in your life. And, and in all, in all of your life, it's important, but um, follow the peace of God because that's ultimately what's going to lead you um, to that person that God has for you, um, that still small voice. Um, and you're not going to feel like you're going against the grain when you're going, when you're in the will of God and you're doing what you're supposed to do. Exactly. And so like these pitfalls that we're talking about, impatience, jealousy, getting in wrong relationships, being idle in your calling and um, not knowing your self-worth, the most important thing to do is develop your deep, intimate, personal relationship with God, and He will teach you everything that you need to learn, and He will give you the values that you need to, to, to possess in order to be the best person that you can be, to do what He has called you to do, even before you get married, and enjoy this time of being single. I know it can be like, oh, it can be so long, and you can be impatient, mm -hmm. but so, you know, God hates complaining. God hates grumbling. Yes. And so make sure if you start, you know, whining or complaining uh, like the Israelites did when they were in the wilderness, just be like, no, I'm going to bless God. I'm going to thank him. I'm going to praise him for what I have. And I'm going to thank him for the spouse that he has prepared for me. Make sure you speak that out of your mouth. Yes. So we are going to finish uh, the next five pitfalls of singleness. So... Um, make sure you listen to the next podcast. Um, we love you guys. Thank you so much for getting on here and we'll see you soon. Bye.